But the other thing that gave me some peace was also looking at the math. Interest rate dictates what your payment is. It does not dictate time and balance. And with this strategy, we're attacking the balance so aggressively, thus reducing the time that we almost negate interest rate increasing altogether. Hey gang, welcome to Replace Your University and my portion of the course, which is Replace Your Mortgage. I uh, wanted to kind of explain my journey, if I can, as quickly as possible within the next five minutes, my journey of coming to know this strategy and some of the concerns that I had that maybe you have as well and uh, how I kind of tackled some of those concerns. So number one concern I had before implementing this back in 2012 for me and my family, uh, I've been knowing the strategy uh, since 2009 when it was shared to me by a mentor, uh, actually an owner of a hedge fund. Um, but in 2012 is when I actually implemented it uh, for me and my family. And um, it, 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 there was lots of concerns. I mean, this was a major shift. You're t talking about somebody at the time, um, a 15 year veteran of the mortgage industry. Um, so I'm going against the grain of anything that I'd ever believed or thought I knew. So these concerns came up and I'm going to explain how I tackled those and maybe uh, it'll help you on your journey too. So number one was interest rates. Now, 2012 was an entirely different interest rate environment than what we see today. Um, but nonetheless, rates were still going up and down no differently than what we see today, just maybe at a different level. And so that was a concern of mine. What if interest rates go up? Because everything I've ever known about variable was not the benefits of the downside. It was also the, the downside of upward mobility when it comes to interest rates. And what if interest rates were to spike? So it required me to do some digging on what the history of interest rates have done over the last 40 years. And it kind of gave me some peace. So I think I encourage you to do that too is take a look at what interest rates have done over the last 40 years. Now, we all point to one event, which was in 1981, the savings and loan crisis, where interest rates were through the roof. Now, that was mortgage rates. Didn't necessarily mean that HELOC rates and things of that nature were high. They were, because as that went up, everything else went up too. Uh, but that was mortgage rates is what we remember, uh, because we had historic inflation and you know some other fundamental issues that, that kind of caused interest rates to spike. So since then, in the last 40 years, that hasn't happened. Um, but the other thing that gave me some peace was also looking at the math. Interest rate dictates what your payment is. It does not dictate time and balance. And with this strategy, we're attacking the balance so aggressively, thus reducing the time that we almost negate interest rate increasing altogether. Uh, I just had a, a, a lunch with a CFO. And um, he's like, well, I've got a 2.75. And I explained the strategy with him and I started seeing some light bulbs go off. And again, he's a CFO uh, with a different company, not my company, um, been a CFO for multiple companies. This is a financial guy. And he's like, man, you're, you're right. This is sitting right in front of me. And I didn't even know to look at what you're talking about. What I explained to him is I would rather have a 9% HELOC over a 3% mortgage every day of the week. And the reason being is my cash flow positivity is what's driving down my balance, which thus reduces the amount of interest I pay. So I don't get wrapped up in rising interest rates. And it was doing the math on that that really brought me peace to that. You know, another thing was, um, you know, that, that you may have is a concern is, well, can I do this myself? So again, let me explain my journey of going through this. I was an industry expert. I learned this from a hedge fund manager. And it still took me a year and a half of scrolling all over the internet to try to put together different pieces of the puzzle. 
before I was confident enough to do it on my own. Um, so you look at that year and a half, you know, how much I could have saved just by jumping in. Uh, at the time, I could have saved myself $40,000 by jumping in. That's actually what our average savings is. At the time, that was a $330,000 house that I was financing onto a first lien position HELOC. Um, our average client is now north of that, probably in the neighborhood of 400000 because of rising real estate prices. But our average client saves $40,000 in the first year. So had I not taken the time and just dove in head first and tried to figure it out uh, moving forward, I could have saved myself an additional $40,000. And instead of paying my home off in three years, it really would have been about two years and eight months. Uh, but I didn't. So, you know, I just wanted to have some peace before I move forward. And keep in mind, um, we're not a company that teaches you how to get a HELOC. That's actually the easy part uh, is getting a HELOC. That's why we have such a strenuous uh, vetting process on the front end is we want to make sure that you're qualified. And that's the easiest hurdle for you to overcome is getting the HELOC. What we get paid to do is a life hack. So we take the 10 years of experience of myself and in eight years of being in business of doing this personally, a lot of the additional strategies and golden nuggets that we've picked up along the way, that's what you get instantaneously. So it's going to take you about two weeks to learn that instead of 18 months. And along the way, that savings, that's your rate of return. And it's a massive rate of return. Um, another thing that I found out when I was trying to implement this for myself was that some banks are good. Most are terrible, absolutely terrible at this. And then a few are great. So I had to do all the legwork. Uh, and now I have a team that does it, thank God. Uh, that helps vet these banks and determine who are the bad ones, who are the average ones, and who are the great ones that we really want to recommend to our clients because HELOCs are vastly different from one bank and credit union to the other. It's not like the mortgage industry where it's very cookie cutter. All mortgages are basically the same. They're, they're controlled by the government. Fannie, Freddie, FHA, VA, USDA. Uh, the only difference between one lender or the other is service. You know, how good is that loan officer compared to the, a loan officer at another company? But HELOCs is still the wild, wild west. Um, it's not regulated the same. So every bank and credit union has a different appetite for home equity lines of credit than the other ones, especially ones in first link position. So we have already done that vetting process and we can tell you who are the great ones. That could take thousands of hours. We still do that to this day. We scour the market to find out who is great over the average and definitely the subpar banks that are out there. Again, it's not easy just calling up a bank and saying, this is what I want to do. They don't understand it no differently than you. Um, another thing is I wanted to reduce the risk uh, because I, I had to do a lot of extensive research on what ifs. What if this happens, not just interest rates rising, but you know, we just came through a real estate meltdown. So what if real estate values were to plummet? What does that look like? As far as we know, we are the only company out there that exclusively promotes first lien position home equity line of credit, even in an increasing interest rate environment. And it may go against uh, your normal intuition, but there's a mathematical formula there that two plus two always equals four. And first lien is, it not only reduces the risk to the bank, but by doing so, you reduce the risk to yourself. So you put the bank at ease, therefore you're putting yourself at ease. And one thing that we learned, or at least I learned by going through this, instead of me running out and just getting a second lien position home equity line of credit and practicing a chunking method, was I wanted to know if something were to happen again, can the bank call my line and freeze it? And the answer was in second lien position, yes. 
But doing my research for 18 months prior to jumping in head first, I found out that no first lien position HELOCs were called or in default. So that gave me some peace. You know, another thing was, um, you know, fear of missing out. I knew that there were other people. I learned about this from a wealthy mentor who told me that mortgages are financial crack to mill America. The reason being is the rich don't use them and the poor can't afford them. Um, so what I, I had was really, you know, FOMO. Uh, if the rich is doing this, then why am I not doing it? And how can I get in that sphere of influence? And how can I learn what they're learning? Um, you don't have to have that with our program. Now that we're eight years in business, we have thousands and thousands of clients that we corral into a community where you guys can interact with each other daily, um, multiple times a day. I'm in there uh, every day posting comments and doing live videos. So are my other clients in there. Um, so you get the benefit of leveraging a massive community. And our community, for lack of better words, has become the Better Business Bureau to banks. So you could post in there, hey, I'm thinking about this bank because it came highly recommended by Michael and his team. You know, what are you guys' thoughts on this? And they'll tell you, they're, they're not paid advertisers or paid actors of my community. They're just paying clients, so they get to speak freely. And they'll tell you their, their honest opinion of how they feel about that bank and what the pros and cons are. Now, it, just because someone chose a certain bank that we may have recommended doesn't mean that they're a right fit for you. Uh, because again, they are vastly different from one banking credit union to the other. But the, the other fear of missing out was developed strategies or developing strategies along the way. And that's something that we've learned now having this community of different creative ways that we could take this strategy and execute what's called arbitrage. How can we, instead of looking at just saving money, how can we save money and make more money by having this line of credit? And we now have access to capital. And that's probably why you see that we went a level up and have we still have Replace Your Mortgage, but now we have Replace Your University. We have all these other bolt-on strategies because what Replace Your Mortgage does is gives you access to capital and equity that you can now utilize in what we call arbitrage. And that's one of the oldest forms of how banks make money is via arbitrage. So these were the concerns that I had, and maybe they're the same concerns that you have going into this program. And if so, I hope I answered them. If not, feel free to hop on a call with us and we'll answer any unanswered questions. But keep in mind, we are not here to promote just education or to sell you just education. What we are offering is an outcome. And that's how our one-page document, our client agreement between the two of us is structured. It's no legalese. It's the simple language as I'm talking to you today of this is what we expect from you and this is what you should expect from us. And if you do what you're supposed to do with this education, then here's the, the projected outcome. And I hate to even use the word projected. It's guaranteed. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, you get all your money back. No questions asked. Um, we have to perform, you know, versus, you know, a seven page legalese document that says, hey, we're just education. You can't hold us accountable to this. No. I want you to use this education to your own financial gain. And if you can't use this education to your own financial gain, then you shouldn't pay a penny for it. So that's my beliefs. That's my concerns. I hope it helps you today. Um, I hope to see you on the other side. If not, take care and God bless.